life on the road. It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns, and these fights, cancel flights, running with the runs, and blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette, <laughs> drunks in the front, making out for your set, and middle acts doing blow more missing merch, and drive the rental car past another mega church, and juice keys, vagina fist, your cell phone is gone. One big law and order marathon. Let's get a give me a little sound check. Okay, we're going north on the 405 um, at about four miles per hour. If we were looking at four miles an hour, I'm looking at it right now. Four miles. Are we at four? Oh, nice. Yeah, nice. You Weirdly, right there. Uh, we could be idling our way to this gig. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it'll, it'll, this is idle. This is Eric Idle from Monty Python. So, uh, thanks for tuning in to the Road Stories podcast, everybody. I'm your host Murray Valeriano, back on the road again. First of all, we're part of All Things Comedy Network. Uh, check out what's going on over there. Al Madrigal's got something coming out. Christina Patsiki. Am I saying that right? Pazinski. Pazinski. Thank you. Um, when I get into those Polish names, I just bail out halfway hey, through. Hun- I think Hungarian, but yeah, yeah. No, I know. <laughs> you know why? Because I've called her Polish before. Oh, okay. Yeah. Hey, listen. I do, anything with a ski is Polish. <laughs> anything with an O at the end, Italian, and O in the beginning, Irish. Come on. <laughs> All of a sudden, I turned into my father. Yeah. Anyway, I'm on the road again. On the road again. This time, I brought the very funny Patrick Keene with me. Thank yes. you for coming on, Patrick. Thanks for having me. Thanks for uh, He's, uh, letting me drive. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, hey, Murray, how do you get those guys to do it? Well, I get them booked in a shitty gig, <laughs> which any comic will take. And then I say, hey, you want to write up together? And they say, yeah, that'd be cool. And then I say, hey, you want to do this podcast on the way up and on the way back? Like, yeah, that'll be cool. And then when I get there, I go, you got to drive. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, hey, you do. That's what the government does, you know, in big business. So, <laughs> got a got a man the controls here. Yeah. Got the uh, got the mixer in the back. Got the laptop in my lap. Two mics in the hand. A plug, an adapter into my cigarette lighter. This is what I could only imagine, like a. A time machine would look like, yeah. like in like '87. Yeah, you know, if you look at the DeLorean that Michael Jackson, Michael Michael J. Fox took. No, Michael Jackson. He took. Yeah, if you look, at, he had all the stuff. Like he had the head. You forget how much stuff he had, and it's like his glove and like in his his glove, Michael Jackson. No, but he had the <laughs> earphones. Um, he you know that he used on his future dad. Right. And he had the the sheet of paper, and he had the video camera, and he had all these things. And you're like, oh, I forgot he had that much with him when he went back in time. Oh yeah, because they were filming the whole thing. Yeah, that was a really well written movie. Oh, excellent. That thing was so set up so perfectly and, and paid off, and such a great movie. Um, so we're heading out to the Canyon Club tonight. Oh, oh, first I have to say this. Um, uh, one of my uh, listeners emailed me and said that they really enjoyed these uh, episodes, and I apologize. I, sh- I should have looked up your name. Um, and they said, it reminds me a lot of Chris Fairbanks and... Uh, uh, oh, yeah. Oh, crap. I just had her on the show. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, Karen. Karen. Kill Gareth. Karen Kill yeah. Gareth show. And I'm like, oh, shit. That's right. It does. But they're on the way to the airport. Yeah, I but think. apparently uh, she's got a new gig, so they can't do the airport, so they're doing different stuff. Okay. So I just talked to Fairbanks tonight, and I said, hey, man, I've been doing these. I've only done like three. It's I didn't realize how similar it was to your Need a Ride podcast. Right. And he's like, nah, I don't yeah, care. Yeah, I think I don't. I don't make any. I don't care. That's yeah. what Fairbanks. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he was sick when I talked to him. <laughs> so uh, that's all ironed out. But having said that, I don't really like to. So I don't know if I'm going to do these regularly. Maybe I'll hold off for a while. I've done three. Maybe sure. I'll just hold off for a while. See where. It sounds like Fairbanks might well, be in a uh, transitional mode. I don't know. Yeah, I don't who speak knows? For him. Right. But having said that, I uh, think he appreciates you telling him. Yeah. Yeah. 
Having said that, like us on the Facebook page. Uh, You'll see why I'm segueing to this. (laughs) It's the Road Stories Facebook page where you like us. Don't join the Road Stories community. Actually, join the Road Stories community. I don't care. A guy started a Road Stories community that has nothing to do with my show or me. Okay. And I looked at it, and I thought about it for a while, and I contacted him, and it's a guy who I guess... Comics I've never heard of from like the 80s are just kind of reminiscent sure. and stuff. And I, I told the guy, I, I got this. I don't care what you're doing. I right. think it's going to. No overlap. Yeah. And he was super cool. He's like, I know. I saw that after I started it. And I'm surprised Facebook let me use that title. And I said, I said, listen, man, I don't think if, if it does, we'll come, we'll work something out. Right. If, you know, but I got merch. And oh, by the way, T-shirts at a story merchandising. <laughs> you know, I got <laughs> websites. I've been doing this for close to five. I have well over 100 episodes. Um, you know. Oh, I, yeah, yeah. You my know friend said, my, I talked to another guy. He's like, Murray, you got. All right. I will give you this. It's not the most original title, my podcast. But, but when it, I did this, I w- didn't know what podcasting was going to end up being. Sure. <laughs> so if hindsight, I might have come up with a different name. Um no, but. I know, because there were some guys that wanted to sh- do a uh, podcast at the Lovitz Club, and they said, hey, let's do it about life on the road, wherever you came back from that week. And it was well known in that community that you had. There, Someone's like, well, Murray, uh, Murray, oh, really? Murray, yeah, Murray does one, and uh, so we can't. I remember I remember uh, oh, some awesome. people talking about that, and I was like, oh, oh that's cool, good. yeah. All right. Okay, good. So it does pay off to be a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. Instead of shutting this guy down. <laughs> yeah, no, absolutely. Oh, well, good. That makes me feel better. That's really cool. Um yeah, I was talking to another guy and uh, another comic. He's like, "Yeah, I think you, my show's got it cornered." But um, again, uh, no ill will to that guy. It just looks like a bunch of guys, you know, the generation before us, just reminiscent. Oh yeah. So yeah. I, I'm not going to take that away from them. Like the uh, yeah, I mean those I mean, Patrick Kane, <laughs> right? Year, you yeah. know, yeah. 64. <laughs> That's so funny. Hanging in Santa Monica. Oh yeah. Uh, remember the Canyon Club days? Very soon. Those were the days. Very soon, I'm afraid. I'm running a little hot, guys. I apologize for this. Um, if if the sound is vibrating, my mixer is in the back by the flux capacitor. Huh? Oh yeah. There okay. we go. All right. Oh. So I'm just going to turn... Gigawatts. Oh, yeah, I'm really hot right here. Plutonium? Yeah, it takes plutonium. Uh, how many gigawatts? Gigawatts. 1.21, was it? 1.21 gigawatts! Was that the... Uh, oh, that was so cool. That's this year. That's 30 years. That was 85, and it was oh, made about right. 55, and here we are 30 years later. Dude. Isn't that crazy? We're here. I'm still thinking about that, how well that movie was written. Yeah. Right? Yeah. I remember... Writes his girlfriend a note on the back of the bell tower lightning strike mm-hmm. and it, oh, so good it all came together where are we going to find a lightning bolt and <laughs> he takes oh out the paper at exactly four unfortunately you never know when or where lightning's going to oh, strike we do now yeah and the whole Chuck Berry reference the song oh, yeah, was, that was great, great. And, and such a good movie and Leah Thompson and, and what's his face yeah oh he was awesome oh, yeah. what is his name I read his book The uh, Fine Art of Rat Catching oh really yeah wow. I believe it was like poet, poetry and short stories came out like 92 or 3 he was amazing in a lot of things but Edge of the River did you ever see that with River's Keanu Reeves River's Edge yeah, yeah yeah yeah. that was amazing and he played that creepy guy in oh, the yeah. uh, uh, Charlie's Angels Charlie's yeah. Angels oh, yeah. so what is his name why are we blanking on his name his name because he was on Letterman and kind of oh Went to kick him, kind of, and got too close. And Letterman's like, uh, I'm not having fun. Oh, yeah. He showed up in a wig. Yeah. He wore a wig. Yeah. Bell bottoms and tried to kick Letterman in the Chris, face. Christopher something, right? Chris. Chris Christopher. <sighs> and I don't know where my why friends are. Why are we are. blanking? This is why. 
I've said this before. People bitch about we're always in our cell phones, but yeah. this is what conversations were like before Google. That's this yeah, is this, is this is your conversation took an hour because nobody could just you know that guy with the thing and Jesus. no, that's every conversation in 1987. I don't know. Why I keep referencing 87, but uh, wait, now Biff, uh, Christoph, Christoph, uh, Chris. It's something, but it's like a funky twist yeah, yeah. on Chris, right? Yeah, it's like people Chris are with a K or people something. People are listening are slamming their iPods and computers yeah. oh, right yeah. now going, it's, assholes. It's, it's, uh, all right, you're going to talk about, what's his face? Biff? Biff Tom Wilson. He's great. Yeah, I've he's worked with fantastic. him. Oh, have you? Okay. Have you ever worked with him? No, but I met him a few times. Seems like a great guy. Plays guitar. Yeah. Hands out a card with all the questions you'd possibly ask. He I heard. does a song now. Does he? That answers all the questions yeah. that you would have for Biff. Oh God! So that's his great. and it's all like, it's like yes, I yes, I still talk to Michael J. Fox. No, I don't. Really oh, so fun. No, drink no. beer. I don't know. Oh, it's, yeah. it's really and it just he opens with it and shuts it all down, and so now he's just another comic. Oh, perfect! So he gets that yeah, all out was, of the way. I remember watching it thinking, class move right there, man. Right. That's how you do it. Ah. Uh, only if you had those problems, huh, Patrick Keene? Uh, Only if we had those problems. Yeah. He was in a great movie called Let's Get Harry, which was one of the best cast movies I've ever seen. I don't think I've ever like heard of it. Robert Duvall, Gary Busey. It was Jake from uh, 16 Candles. Oh, Jake Ryan. Uh, yeah, Jake Ryan, Tom Wilson, Mark Harmon. Um, Crispin Glover. Crisp, that's it. Crispin Glover. I told you it was God. a funky thing on the Chris. Yeah, yeah. You were thinking yeah. Christopher Lloyd. Yeah, that's right. Sorry, uh, sorry. No, uh, you guys, now the listeners got to be like, yeah, that's an orgasm. If they haven't really shot themselves in the <laughs> ear yet, they're digging that. I'm sorry, who was in it? What was the name of this movie? Uh, Let's Get Harry. Let's Get Harry. Yeah. Who was in it? Uh, Mark Harmon, uh, Glenn Fry from the Eagles. <laughs> um, Quality casting. No, right. it was unbelievable. It was just so random, but it really? was a good Was movie. he cast as an uh, egomaniacal songwriter? Uh, he was one uh, of the buddies Harry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right? <laughs> Is he the problem with the eagle? Was he the Every eagle Every is the eagle problem is the with problem. the eagles, okay. except Joe Walsh, who's right. just like, hey, man, I'm just fried and going to play my guitar. That's so funny. I've said it before a thousand times on this podcast. Watch the Eagles documentary. It's amazing. Within 10 minutes, you'll hate every eagle. Oh, God. Anyway, so Glenn Fry, Mark Harmon. Glenn Fry, Mark Harmon. Um, again, Jake from Jake Ryan. Jake from Ryan. Candles, Gary Busey, Robert Duvall, Tom Wilson. Jeez. And the guy who, I think he was Slider in Top Gun, and he was also in Roxanne. Uh, oh, which I just watched Roxanne the other night. Roxanne, he was the fireman that she's in love with, but leaves because he's like kind of shallow. Oh, he was Slider. He was Slider. I think he was. He was sliding. one of. The, he was. He was, a, he was in Top Gun. Ice Man. Yeah. Oh, okay. I don't know his name. He's been in a lot oh, of great stuff. Oh, that's right. Years. He was. Yeah. All right. Welcome to Comedy Film Nerds. I'm Graham Elwood. <laughs> this is Chris Mancini. <laughs> so let me tell you about this gig that you're getting. I've got yeah, you into absolutely. Patrick Keen. Um, we're going out to perform at the Canyon Club tonight. Now, okay. the Canyon Club is a rock venue. Sweet. By the way, can I just tell you, <laughs> I have to say this. I have not been able to say this. Later on, we're going to stop by Rock Solid because uh, Pat Francis asked me to come by and talk about this because I went to see the Foo Fighters on Saturday night. Oh, you night. did? Oh, in the forum or whatever? At the forum. Yeah. What happened was Wednesday night, they said, hey, the Foo Fighters are playing a show at the forum. Come down if you can. Sold out by Saturday night. Wow. My friend Mike Siegel got us tickets. We thought it was just a benefit. Sure. We get down there. Girl comes out, says, guess what? It's my birthday. We're going to have a party, and I've invited a bunch of friends. That guy is so awesome. Dude, 
This was the best musical event I've ever seen in my life. Wow. Opens the show, not even with the Foo Fighters song. Mm. He says, let's open this show with Paul Stanley from Kiss. Oh, my God. And Paul Stanley comes out, and yeah. they open with Detroit Rock City. <laughs> and I hate Kiss, but right. I was like, fuck, yeah. Right. This was awesome. Right. So they would, so they would play, like, two Foo Fighters songs, and they'd bring out a guest. Two Foo Fighters, and then they would play two of their biggest hits. And then they'd play two Foo Fighters songs, and then they'd bring out another guest, and they'd play two. So I saw 15 concerts in one night. Oh, my God. It was uh, uh, Paul Stanley from Kiss, Alice Cooper, uh, Slash from Guns N' Roses. Jesus. Perry Farrell from Jane's Addiction. Oh. Uh, Zach Wilde from uh, Ozzy Osbourne's band. Uh, Tenacious D. Um, and then the... the Piece de la Resistance, the cream of the crop, the 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 jaw dropper of an the already jaw dropping show. David Lee Roth <laughs> comes <laughs> out, man. <laughs> Sings Panama oh. and ain't talking about love. Oh come on! And that's how they end the show. Forget about it. So there was no. Were there any food fi- food fighter songs? Oh yeah, every they do two food fighter songs. They did. Okay, and somewhere. then they would have a guest, and then two food oh, fighter songs, okay, okay. and then they have a guest. So anyway, so that's we're stopping by uh, Rock Solid tonight to discuss so that for sweet. a few minutes. After the gig. I bring that up because we're doing a rock venue tonight. Yes. Agora Hills. Yes, and I'm bringing a very special guest, Patrick Keane, everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Yeah, it's uh, up the 101, way so up there. And uh, I'm trying to think if I've been there before. I don't think I have, unless it was to see. Uh, I, I went once up here to see uh, some girls do ACDC cover songs. AC. She. She. It was either ACDC or it was Whole Lot of Roses. I'm okay. not sure which. I did. It was fantastic. Whoever, yeah, yeah. Whoever it was, yeah. Yeah. Okay. I who did you ever do the strip club out in Pasadena? I don't think so. No. That Dante used to book. No, I, I the, don't think there so. There was a strip club out in Pasadena, and I went out and opened for uh, all cover. I forgot about this. I don't even think I've ever told this story. Was it ACDC cover? Or? An ACDC cover band called A. No, it was not. All these years, I thought it was ACDC. But it was a Guns N' Roses cover Guns band okay. that was Chicks. Oh, nice. That'd be fun. Uh, Were they great? Yeah, the girl kept changing her shirt on stage, so that was pretty oh, awesome. That's great. But they sounded great. She sounded like Axel. God, that's so cool. I don't remember their name. I, I'm sure it was a clever play on a Guns N' Roses song. Yeah, that is As really. I cool. do. I enjoy a good. Uh, I enjoy a clever cover band name. Oh yeah, I yeah, enjoy no, a good it's one. playful, and you have beautiful women. It's either little people or hot chicks that need to be doing the covers. <laughs> you talking you know? about Mini Kiss? Yeah, Mini Kiss. <laughs> 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 That's amazing. Oh I also, I also, op- there used to be a, gi- a gig in on Washington down in Venice that was a bar that had all cover bands, and I forget for girl, I forget the name of the girl who booked it, but she booked the comedians before cover bands. Okay, and not bad. Yeah, and I, I love it because I love music. Yeah. So, but I go up there, I do my bit, start doing my bit, and a guy yells out. Who cares? Oh, Jesus. And that, believe it or not... Right out I, of punching the clown. Yeah. <laughs> I, that, that question stayed with me for years. <laughs> and I'm not kidding. That yeah. might have been the reason why I took an extended hiatus a few years ago. From stand-up. From stand-up. Yeah. was, who cares? And it, and it haunted me for a very long time because oh. I kept saying like this, why Why am I telling you? Who cares? Yeah, exactly. Who cares? Why? Yeah. What is it? You know? Yeah. And then and it... It really is crazy. I mean, in 2014, the two biggest comics, like one committed suicide and one is, you know, now known heavily for drug rape, 
Oh, yeah. uh, you know, Robin Williams, Bill Cosby are two names that like, it's like, oh my God, it doesn't matter how big you are. Happiness will elude you. Yeah. And, uh, or <laughs> sanity. I mean, Cosby, these rapes is like, yeah, I think it's safe to say he might be guilty because uh, you got 30 women with the exact same stories. Yeah. Who never met. So. I don't know where I stand on that. Yeah. I, I've, been, I've been following it, but I haven't been, I don't, I don't have an opinion on it and I don't, I don't know. Yeah. We'll just see how it plays out. I was the same way. With the local comic who was arrested a couple of oh, years was ago. Oh, there a local comic? Yeah. And uh, I, I didn't talk about him on my show, and he was eventually acquitted. And, oh, okay. But he was found guilty by the his peers. Oh, wow. Like he was pre, guilty out of the gate. Guilty before. Uh, but he was acquitted, and he came out and talked about it on the Full Charge Power Hour with Matt Fulcher on. You can nice. go check that out if you want. By the way, I'm on there this week with Josh Wolf. Uh, check that out. We love Matt Fulcher on. He's great. Uh who cares? So yeah, that that's shot, and that was was that at a rock venue that that yeah, guy yeah, said who yeah, cares? Yeah, yeah, Oh, and the the kicker, the girl who booked it, that was her boyfriend. That's unbelievable. That was her boyfriend. The girl I, who booked it was also a comedian. I hope she gives him shit, or like I hope, like does he not understand? Does he not care? Is she sympathetic? I mean, come on. I don't know. Well, I think she's out of the. I don't think she ever. Yeah. Stuck around. I haven't I, seen her in ten years. That's that's unfortunate. There. Well, for depending on who you are, but. Uh, I think if you're a comic that likes music, that's a great way to get stage time is book a music show and do time before and between music yeah. acts. And no comics can hassle you for stage time because it's like, what? I don't put up a comedy show. You know? <laughs> that's right. <laughs> so oh, you, can that's you, music. Can right. you do 20 minutes of Pink Floyd covers? Right. Come on down. Right. So there you go. Pink Floyd cover band? People would st- I don't know. Is there one? I would go see Which one. Which one's Pink? Are they great? Is the I, name of it. Okay. Yeah, they're pretty good. They're pretty good. I've got to go see one. Cause I don't know why I know that. <laughs> no, that would be cool to see because I, I, uh, I don't know if I'll get a chance to see the real. I don't think you're going to. Yeah. I don't think you're going to. Uh, what's the weirdest? Do you, have, do you have like a who cares anything yelled out? Um, I had one girl when I was opening for Swartz and, and it was, of course, a late show Friday. Oh, yes. Classic. And a few guest spots went on. And so after a few guest spots, Late Show Friday, all they want is the main event. Sure. And that occasion was Nick Swartz. And, and I had to go up and do like 20, 25, which they're already needing him up there. Right. And, and I kind of I read that. I'm like watching the last guest spot, and I'm like, okay, I think this isn't going to go well. And I went up, and I was five minutes in doing my closer. I'm like, this is awful. <laughs> and some girl's like, good night, some little bitch. Oh. I'll, I'll wring her little neck, man. She was like, good night. Good night, and uh, and I'm just like, bitch. Nick brought me here, all right. So right. like, like I am endorsed by Nick, so you can all suck, you know. Yeah. Whatever, and uh, and then they kind of cleaned it up a little bit. And weirdly, it was like one of the worst shows. But weirdly, people come up afterwards after even your weirdest sets, going, "Dude, that was great." And it's like, what? <laughs> now you're confusing me. Where really? I called that woman a bitch. That yeah. was funny. Okay, good to know. Oh man, and it was just some little snotty, snotty little white bitch that probably went to junior college. <laughs> Well, oh, she must man. have been hot then. Yeah, she's probably sexy. He's yeah. got a, he's got quite a those, those fans. He's got that demographic. Oh yeah. Of um, like, I remember I was in Laughlin, bragging about my uh, yeah, oh, here. sweet yeah. Uh, and I was at the bar, and I generally never tell anybody I'm a comedian yeah. or anything. No, it's but good. One of the girls that came around saw me, saw the show, and she's like, "Oh, they're a comedian over here. Do you you know who we love?" They're like who? It's like Nick Schwartz. And, ah, nice. And I'm like, oh, I know Nick. And then, eh, then she got a, oh my god, he knows Grandma Boy. Or I'm like, get over here, get yeah. And I'm like, I just want to lose my money to video poker. Can we just <laughs> pretend this isn't happening right now and let me? By the uh, way, that 
particular video poker machine hit four of a kind oh. three times in an hour. Oh, Jesus. I doubled my pay for that weekend. That's huge. <laughs> God, whoever was on watch got fired by De Niro. Yeah. <laughs> oh, good casino reference. Yeah. You're a movie guy. Yeah, I do. I do. I enjoy films more than stand-up. I don't know what I'm doing in this part of the business. Do you hit the Do you hit the movies on the road? Uh, yeah, a little bit more and more now. Yeah. Um, and, you know, because it's a nice way to go with the other comics if you don't know them that well. It's like, all right, I don't know this person that well, but I think we could both go see a movie and not have to deal with each other if we don't like each other. Oh, the the, um, the first date bailout. Yeah, kind of one right. of those. You go yeah. to dinner first, and if you're not getting along, you go to the movie. <laughs> you're getting along, you say, let's go for a stroll. That's it. Yeah. That's it. So, yeah, there's some good ones. I uh, completely ignore the other comedians and go back to my hotel room. Do you really? Yeah. Drink yeah. myself to sleep. No, that's that's fine, too. I mean, I mean, I will, and I've said this a thousand times, I will like do one night right. out. You know, Maybe, maybe. last night. Sometimes maybe if I'm a wingman with sure. a single comic, I'll, you know, I'll go out and just, you know. Yeah. Because there's no way, like, I say there's no way anybody's going to hit on me because I talk so much about being a dad. Sure. And, uh, but that's not true. That's We were talking about helium before we recorded this. So oh, I was yeah. asked into a threesome. Wow. Yeah. That's, so. yeah. And the, the marriage, they're like, okay, he's trustworthy. Yeah. How trustworthy? <laughs> <laughs> wow. A threesome in Portland. Yeah. Obviously, I did not partake but you know that's a huge there's like five swinger clubs in Portland or something like that I've heard about that yeah I didn't know that I've heard about that and comedians are a big target for a lot of these uh, swinger couples I think oh okay that's what I'm now I don't feel so special yeah well uh, but you have to look you know you have to be healthy and clean and like a human being like you okay you know I'm I'm sure I shower often um, and and have that sensitivity, you know. You can't be. Wait, what were you going to say about Frangelo? Well, you guys have a similar, like, you know, you're both gentlemen, uh-huh. you're both educated, you're both fit, and you go to uh, maybe the Midwest where you have like the average 45 year old Californian is in better shape than the average 25 year old <laughs> in Ohio. Good. You know, <laughs> go Bucks. Um, I've known Chris Frangelo for well over a decade. Oh, I could tell you some stories. Actually, he's coming on soon. Him, I got him and Josh Wolf coming oh, on. So we, Chris hasn't been on since my first episode of this all those years ago. So oh, sweet. I'm looking forward to doing seeing that. How many rock do you have, do you perform in front of rock venues much? Uh, or? Not much. Uh, once I, I opened at SC. Uh, uh, was U- there USC? Orienta- USC, yeah. That'd be the University of Southern California. Yeah, you got to get over and up here was, to uh, the 101 up there. It was it was it was uh, the band USC's band, which is one of the top bands in the country. The marching band, yeah, the one that played on uh, Tusk. Yes, uh, the Fleetwood Mac yes. song. Okay, so it was them, and then their cheerleaders, who are some of the top in the country. The ones that played on uh, Black Sabbath's uh, Rat Salad. Yes. Okay. Sure. Sure. And then after the after the USC band and cheerleaders, two of the finest in what they do. Uh, on the mic, the guy's like, and now welcome comedian Patrick Keene. And it was 5,000 people outside USC orientation. And uh, I was opening for Andrew WK, and they might be giants. Whoa, what a... F- oh, it was crazy. Was that a, just a dream? Oh, it was amazing. It was like, and it was so many <laughs> Who people. Who dreamed that lineup up? Oh, yeah. And it was like two years in a comedy. So it's like, all right, I'm doing every joke <laughs> I have, you know, all <laughs> 10 minutes or whatever you have in two years. And uh, it was crazy. And even even the guys asked me from They Might Be Giants, they're like, who booked us with Andrew WK? <laughs> and I was laughing. I was like, I have no idea. That is such a strange booking, man. It was a very strange booking. And it was uh, it was crazy. That would have been 04 because it was right before Bush was going to get reelected. Uh-huh. Because I remember a big, like, all the musicians going, hey, you have a chance to change the vote and change the course of 
where this country goes for the next four years. We didn't. We <laughs> vo- and, you know, we voted the same guy back in. And Andrew W.K. said it like this. We have the most. <laughs> <laughs> and while he was sweating with his hair in his face. Right, right. Politics, voting, uh, ballot. <laughs> Rock and roll. Yeah. When, uh, when I started out, I was a doorman at the comedy store. Um, wow. For a, a short period of time before I got fired, like everybody else. Right, everyone else with a brain. Uh-huh. And, uh, but what we used to do, was the comedy store in Los Angeles is uh, across the street from the House of Blues. Yeah. Well, the formal House of Blues. They're actually, they're actually closing that down, the House of Blues. So oh, are they yeah. really? Formally the House of Blues. Oh, man, that formal. sucks. But we knew, so we got to know the door guys. We'd let the door, you know, anybody in the staff come in and watch a show, and then they let us come in and watch a show. So, I mean, I used to, I, the first show they ever let me in was They Might Be Giants, me and Pete oh Gray. Do you know Pete Gray? Yeah, yeah, from Chicago, right? Maybe. Yeah. Um, so we went over and watched That Might Be Giants after our sets. Oh, my God. Saw Johnny Cash. Jesus. Tripped mushrooms one night. On New- That's a whole other story. Sure. That's a whole other story. It's a road story. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's crossing the street right. from the club. <laughs> <laughs> oh, actually, that is a horrific road story. I'll have to tell you that some other time. Well, what I like about this gig we're on our way to is is the the woman had a flyer and she just plucked our headshots from the internet. Mm-hmm. There's nothing. I hate some of these clubs, clubs that call you and they're like, "We don't have a headshot for you. Can you send us one?" And it's like, just pick something off the internet. Like every yeah. Facebook page has a hundred photos of each of us. Yeah, I can't believe clubs are still doing but that. But they're still like, "Oh, we need something in this resolution. This, this, this mailed to us or sent to it. Make it easy for us." And it's like, are you kidding? Like I'm doing, we're doing a one nighter here, an hour away. And this girl just, she's just like, yeah, picks put, two pictures. Put together an amazing yeah. flyer. And it's just like clubs are so out of touch so many ways. The picture on this flyer, I have, I, I use it a lot. It's just, it's a depressed Murray. Is it really? Yeah, it's just I'm not smiling and I look sad. And for some reason I like it and my wife gives me shit about it all well, the time. Well, is it sad or just contemplative? Sad. Oh, sad. <laughs> I think <Okay>. so. <laughs> I'll post it on the Facebook page. You guys let me know. But I like the, you know, I remember one time, do you know a comedian named Mike Malone? I know that name, yeah. Mike All right, Malone. well, he's very high energy. New York guy, right? Or East Coast? East Coast guy, I think. Okay. Um, he's very high energy. He's been on the show. He's very high energy, very yeah. like, and his headshot is like, like that, one of them that they right. used. So I like the I like the sad Murray against Malone sure. on one of the bills. And so I put that up, and that's what people tend to grab oh, is God. sad Murray. Perfect. I sad don't know Murray. why. Yeah, that's interesting. It's the sad clown. And your wife hates it. You love it. My wife hates it. My mom tells me I should smile more. Yeah, but I mean, as a, as a comic, can you smile? Like, I don't know. <laughs> I think we, we laugh at pain, but we also cry at joy. You know, when we see joy, we're like, oh, my God. Tell you what, we cry at other people's joy. Yeah. That's, the <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's why so is, true. Why is he happy? Why is he good stuff happening for that yeah. guy? So this uh, the Canyon Club is, um, and I've either talked about it a lot on Rock Solid or uh, even on this show. Um, the kind of bands you'll catch at Canyon Club: Eddie Money. Oh, nice, dude! Two tickets. Asia oh, played out there recently. Sweet. Maybe a Peter Frampton. I don't know. Wow. Um, basically, guys who were hot at one time sure. and have managed a temperate career since. Wow. So not that they're destitute or out of the game. They just, they're not playing arenas anymore. Rick Springfield. Oh, wow. Love it. Rick Springfield. It. That kind of, uh, that ki- that's the kind of venue we're going to. Sure. So it's bigger than a club, bigger than a comedy club. Decent sized theater, I would think. Okay. Uh, big stage, big rock stage. So it's up probably about shoulder height off okay. the ground. Wow. 
to a dance floor where I think they put standing tables. Standing tables, okay. Yeah, stand, like yeah. bar oh, tables yeah. that you can stand and Very lean on and put your hand on your chin going, right. why are we here watching comedy when oh. we should be watching Menudo? Yes. I pull Menudo out of my... Oh, a little, God. That's Wednesday, right? I think so, yeah. Yeah. This is easy, easy time of year to get mixed up. Yeah. We're just right back into it. I'm a little uh, worried about Wednesday night crowds. I'm not worried about Wednesday night crowds. I'm just... I find it... People who go out on Wednesday... Yeah, I don't. I don't like to tear it up. Yeah, you I know don't what know I mean. If it's okay because if if they're worried you don't think about they're going out casually. They're yeah, if we're out. worried about work tomorrow, we wouldn't go out. Okay, so, so we're not worried big. about work tomorrow. So we're going to tie one. Not going halfway. No. All right. That's what I think. I could be wrong. Yeah, I haven't done a week. How, how well trained she has her audiences. I don't. Is it a weekly that we're doing or a monthly? I think it's a monthly. It's a monthly. Okay. I've canceled on her. <laughs> Twice. I've done the gig once. I was telling Patrick before this. I've done the gig once. I had a blast. On that gig. And then I had to cancel on her twice. Because here's the deal with Murray Valeriano. If you book Murray Valeriano in a non-club situation and not pay me a lot of money, when the comedy club calls, I'm canceling your gig and I'm Natural. picking the comedy club. Yes. I, and, I'm not, and I'm not a dick about it. Yes. I just And I tell everybody, especially if they book me on a Friday or Saturday. That like, should be the understanding. I'm like, hey, man, this is yeah. a Friday gig. I'm happy to do it. But I'm just let you lay no. The improv has my avails, and if they call, I'm going to do that. And right. most people are cool. And the woman who books this is very cool, and she was completely understanding about it sure. last time. But I told Patrick, I, I'm like, I cannot cancel on her again. Like, I was even going to forgo the if the improv called me tonight kind of thing. Right. Because if I canceled on this booker one more time, I would never work with Eddie Money again. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I would oh never work God. the Canyon Club unless, you know, Eddie I money, became man. an ex- 80s rock star that oh, Pat God. Francis loves and rock star listeners will agree, understand two that. tickets to paradise and what uh, what's the one with the, the there's one with the uh, oh with the Ronnie Ronnie uh, Spector Ronnie yeah from the Ronettes yeah, right. uh, take me home tonight take me home tonight yeah yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. oh and what about uh, she was shaking she was shaking oh that's right snapping her fingers she w- yeah that's right if and I remember then, if I remember correctly that Ronnie Spector looked pretty good in that video she was sexy yep and she had to have been 55 at that point. Oh, was she really? This was 80, what? 85, I think. Right Somewhere around there. around there. 85, so she was 50. So she, so she was in the Ronettes in the 60s. Was she really? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Jesus. Ronnie Spector, the Ronettes. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, she looked good, I remember. Yeah. And she's on the stage dancing. I don't know if it's a black and white. Uh, oh, uh, I want to go back. Go back, but I'm feeling so much older. That Ooh, song, that was no, his. man. I my I don't know the Eddie Money catalog. I'm but not I a fan. Go back on, and then there was a lo- one love song that he had, I think, or a slow song, uh, "One Last Look" or something. But look at look. you, yeah, Patrick was, King, the right. Eddie Money fan club, because he was a cop in New York. Oh yeah, they, people loved that. Jesus. They loved it. He's the John DeResta of eighties <laughs> <laughs> music. Inside comic joke. I apologize oh to God. listeners. That okay. is so funny, but but perfect analogy. <laughs> I was. Um, Stellan Patrick, I, I host this radio show uh, on Sirius XM, this radio show on Sirius XM. We went over a bump right there. That's why I went, Whoa. And I finally took him up on free Sirius XM, and I've been listening nonstop 80s on 8 for the last month, oh, and it's been I great. It. I went over to 90s on 9, and I heard the Macarena like 12 times in 24 God. hours, so I just bypassed yeah, 90s, that now. I don't know if we're ready yet for 90s nostalgia. Yeah, yeah, 90s nostalgia. It's just not... I mean, you go to an 80s band, yeah, 90s band, we're not quite ready. I mean, is it... I don't know. Who is it? You find Young Cannibals? Is it? 
you know, I don't know who who nineties. Maybe the nineties don't even know. Yeah, that. maybe that's why. Uh, that's why they're just stuck playing the Macarena. Yeah, there's. Macarena. I guess they're. You know, I mean, maybe in ten years we'll be going to see some grunge bands again. Yeah, grunge cover yeah. bands. That would be cool. Because I've been to a few weddings now where they just have an eighties cover band play, and they yeah. were so fun. Yeah, there's a, a band uh, called M eighty, which is great. Okay, they're an eighties cover band, that's which cool. play at the Canyon Club. It all comes in full really? circle. Oh, full they usually circle. play with. Uh, Super Diamond, the uh, Neil oh, Diamond cover them. band. Yeah, I saw them at the House of Blues. Oh yeah, great. Yeah, I bet that was fun. I've never. It seen was that. amazing. Yeah, and my brother for some reason had tickets to not the green room, but that upstairs bar, the Foundation Room. Foundation Room. Sure. So we were there afterwards, and I recognized one of the because they weren't the band was no longer in costume, but I recognized one of the guitarists, and I went up and bought, bought him a drink. Oh, nice. And uh, he's like, "Hey, cool. Let's go in the green room." And all of a sudden, just one drink got me into the green room of the band. Uh, and they were hanging out, and they, they were all just saying how uh, they do a lot of their own music, too, but they can't get that many people out. <laughs> but for Neil Diamond songs, of course, they pack it, and uh, they all have their own CDs. Yeah, it's that's why I only do Jimmy Pardo jokes anymore. But <laughs> 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 uh, they were working well, right? Well, yeah, they're stuff. doing yeah. good, man. They're doing good. I just can't do a lot of, like, you know, And he's over at Conan, going. right? Uh, Jimmy Pardo, yes, yeah. is the Conan opener guy, warm-up guy. I thought guy. he should have been the guy to take Ferguson's spot. Ah, because that dude needs his own talk show. That's for sure, yeah, man. I mean, Pardo is just. I mean, he's good with the material. He's good with the crowd work. Yeah, yeah. Listen, and, my fan, uh, my listeners are Pardo fans. You do not have to sell. Oh yeah, those yeah. guys on uh, Jimmy. Um, yeah, but uh, Conan's been letting him fill in for Andy Richter. Oh, God, and it's just that's been huge, great. Dude. It's just such a perfect fit, man. Oh God, it's such a perfect fit. That is a huge. Gra- that's like Eddie Pepitone getting his uh, Netflix special. It's like. Look at these people that have been, you know, battling for years. Yeah. And you're like, oh, there is a, there is a, some justice. Yeah. It's like, oh, cool. You know, it's funny. We were talking again before um, we started recording. We had a couple, you mentioned Robin Williams, but we had a couple comics die this past week. And uh, one of them was Taylor Negron. Uh, Oh, coincidentally, the cousin of Chuck Negron of Three Dog Night, who probably play the Canyon Club. Oh, wow. It's all it's all up co- and it's, running. This is crazy. This yeah. is all coming together. Um, so Taylor Negron died, and, you know, a lot of people didn't know who he, he was. well-known in the comedy community, uh, but a lot of people didn't really know who he was. They knew him as the pizza delivery guy in Fast Times at Absolutely. Richmond High is his most credible. And somebody, you, was it you who wrote this on Twitter? It might have been where you said something and I'm paraphrasing how effective was Taylor Negron in Fast Times at Ridgemont High because that scene wasn't about him did you write that oh no I don't think I did okay but it's definitely something I would think because yeah that wasn't even about him but he was so good that's that's all everybody talks about is the pizza guy I brought the large pepperoni or whatever he says for Sean Penn yeah and he plays it so deadpan with that with Mr. Hand it's amazing (laughs) oh it's great oh god and then we lost another comedian who uh, Patrick doesn't know and uh, was a friend of mine out here. Um, she almost made, I had a little wrap-up of the 2014 where I talked about two other people who died. Um, another girl, sadly, if you're a girl in my life, take a hike or because <laughs> <laughs> your number's coming up. Um, somebody should probably tell my wife. Uh, <laughs> a girl named Amy Dalton uh, died, and we're not sure how. Uh, circumstances are sketchy. Um but she died in New York last week. And really heartbreaking. She was great. She just got back on Facebook and Twitter, and she was t- 
texting me and emailing me and stuff. It was great to talk to her again, and she died last week. But it got me to thinking, there's so many great comedians out there that people have never heard of. And it's not because they suck. It's just because they haven't won the comedy lotto. Yeah. They haven't. They're not the top 1% of stand-up that just happened to be, you know what I mean? Yeah, it is unbelievable, the constriction. Like, it grabs who it wants, and then it, and then it almost gives us too much of those people. Yeah. You know, like, we all have friends or just acquaintances or enemies that are plucked. And then we see too much of him. I'm like, yeah, I love that guy, but he's not five Tonight Show sets funnier than, you know, right, right. than Augie Smith or sure. something. Like, um, but yeah, but there's so many. Oh, God, it's limitless. Like people ask, who are your favorite comics? Well, who are my favorite that you know well, or the ones that you don't know? Good response. You know? Because I get the same thing. And like, I get ex- like when my mom will call and ask me, oh, who's on your podcast? I'm like, oh, man, I got, you know, Patrick Keene on, man. He's so funny. He does this. Cain and Abel bit. It's hysterical. No, I don't know who that yeah, is. Yeah, nobody knows. I mean, she doesn't even know who Patton Oswalt is, so... Oh, okay. Well, that's... Yeah. She barely knows who I am, sure. let's be honest. <laughs> so, yeah, so there's just... So, my urgency is to just this weekend go out and see some stand-up, man. Just go, because you're going to find some good people out there, because yeah. there's a lot of good people out there. And uh, and I hope I bring a, a lot of good people on the show that you guys might not have heard of. You know, I, I get a lot of listeners... Who say, yeah, we enjoy the Doug Bensons, the Chris sure. Hardwicks, the Maria Bamfords, but we like the, we like, you know, yeah. discovering the, I don't know, Alicia Woods or the Ryan Buds or, yeah. you know, Alonzo Bowdens or, you know. Yeah, Everybody it's knows funny. who Alonzo Bowden is. Right. Anyway, he's coming on in February. I'm very excited is about he? that. Oh, that'll yeah. be great. Yeah, he's just, he's really, I mean, hitting the pavement. Yeah. Uh, every time I see him, you know, he's hilarious. So where have you been? I haven't talked to you since the last time you did my podcast, yeah, I guess. it's been a while, I guess. Uh, I was most recently in uh, Orlando with Lachlan Patterson, who was in Last Comic Standing. Sure. And Lach- that was fantastic. I know Lachlan Many years, severely right? well. Yeah. And Hartwick in Columbus in December. You were with Hartwick? Yeah. Or no, I'm sorry, uh, Frangiola. I'm oh, Frangiola. I'm my famous Chris's. Yes. Uh, Frangiola. And yeah, that was great. And those those really were nice to end the year, working with those guys sure. in those clubs with their audiences. Because it was, you know, intelligent crowds you could be edgy with. Right. And, and apparently you only w- work with tall, skinny white guys with perfect teeth. With perfect teeth. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. That's hilarious. Yes. <laughs> And I was also in Calgary by myself uh, oh, with burr, a gun burr. in my mouth. Oh, but, really? Uh, I got listeners up in Calgary. No, dude, no, no, it wasn't the city. It was. It's just a long week for an outsider. That's all. I love the the town. I love that club. Oh, I, mean, um, I, I would have plugged that. Yeah, the comedy cave. You. It's Southside. Sure. Comedy cave, and uh, it's just a, it's a it's one of the longer weeks. It goes Tuesday to Sunday. Did you hear a buzz in my car? Yeah. Just now. Yeah, I don't know what. Do so, we know what that was? I'm not sure. I don't know all if it was right. sound or. Oh, we should be. We're, uh, let's see, Calabasas. <laughs> we should be looking to where we're going. I, I think, think Agora it, Hills is coming up. Oh, it's in Agora Hills? Yeah, I think so. Or is it in Calabasas? Uh, we should be looking. It should be around okay, here somewhere. For some be. reason, I'm thinking we're going to San Francisco. Right. <laughs> and I'm just like, Franchola had braces. I didn't. My dad was a preacher. Okay. Um, but yeah, there's. I mean, it's 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 what city you go to, but also who's running the club in that town. If it's a hip young excited person that knows the business doesn't need to be young um but uh but it depends on who's running the club right. like there's a great club in omaha 
Uh, and you'd think, what, Omaha? Really? Which, uh, what city in Omaha? Uh, it's the Funny Bone in, oh. in, in, in Omaha, run by a woman what, named Did Colleen. I say what city in Omaha? Yeah, I'm an idiot. Right. I'm sorry. <laughs> uh, that's a great club. Um, other towns where you wouldn't expect a great club. Um, I, I didn't know what I was getting into going to Madison, Wisconsin, but that comedy oh, on that's, state uh, is fantastic. Comedy, yeah, that place is awesome. Yeah. Yeah, man. You and just got to... So, it's if like, they get oh, it, wow. they get it. Yeah, they get it. And you're like, oh, what a relief. Like, all this work is for this. Yeah. Because you, there are some dr- Like, I did Jacksonville, and that was a long week. Ooh, that new club in Jacksonville? Yeah. yeah. Oh. So well, that um, can be, that what's can be that called? Rough. Well, there, it, there's a club called Comedy Club of Jacksonville. So right away, the creativity <laughs> is just not there. And then you talk about that, and they're like, what? What's wrong with the name of that? <laughs> and it's like, oh, boy. It's going to be a long um, week. Allie Breen, Allison Breen, just did did that. I think did opening a week of that place with Ed with with Ed Norton. Oh, because you know, wow. I'm not old. With Jim Norton. Jim, sorry, Norton. Ed Norton was from the Honeymooners. What is going on with my head tonight? By the way, and I told, <laughs> I'm sorry, we see, I'm rehashing our conversation yeah. before recording, and I apologize. I am three weeks off stage. Three weeks. So this is interesting. I am three weeks off stage. So this is my. And I'm not going to the Irvine Improv on a Saturday night to a sold-out crowd. Right. I'm going. I I pick for these road stories, road stories podcast. I pick the tough rooms. Yeah, this will be a little of a cleansing. So a, I'm, I'm a like coming out of retirement, going up against Tyson tonight. Oh, I don't know yeah. that this is going to bode well. Yeah, for me. you're right. You can go. You can get back into it with a full house, good crowd. You're like, oh, cool. I didn't miss a beat. Yeah, I need a nice house on a Saturday right. night or a Chicago Improv uh, first show Friday night to kind of get me back in the swing, and then, you know, kind of tone up those abs, and then. But a big cold music venue. Yeah. Or it's but just like. Yeah. The last time I canceled, I replaced myself with Tim Lee, who said there wasn't hardly a crowd, um, but it was fun. So I've heard nothing okay. but good things about oh, good. this place. Okay. So, uh, Tim's great. Just had a baby. Tim Lee, yeah. Tim Lee, congratulations. Tim Lee just had a baby. He's part of my Comics on Safari tour. That's fantastic. Um, so congratulations to him. I won't be the only one uh, commiserating about having a baby. Okay. That's good. So here's how you guys know how this goes. We've explained the gig. We passed the gig. <laughs> we're going to have we? to turn around and go back. Did we really? I think so. Oh, yeah, because we're up in Malibu. Uh, Malibu Canyon. Wait, is it past Malibu? I thought Agora Hills was north of... If anybody knows and gets this in <laughs> If time. anybody knows, go back in time to Wednesday night. Pepperdine. Oh, it might... You know what? You might be right. I always thought Agora Hills was further north than Calabat. Maybe not. I don't know. You know what? Yeah. All right. We'll just... What time is it? Oh, it's, we, uh, yeah, we're, we're fine. Right. We, got, we got time. Uh, if you hang it left right here, this will take you uh, to Malibu. That's amazing. Street right there. Isn't it crazy? Mount those. Ha- there's there's so much space. There's so much hills back there. Like you forget. Yeah, it's a whole Santa Monica mountain range yeah, in there. It's, that it's you really great. Separates the valley from the ocean, or what I like to call happiness from miserableness. Yeah, perfect. In a very poorly structured sentence. <laughs> that's right. Because that's all the valley. Yeah. Yeah. And that's all the mountains to the left. Now I feel like a uh, captain of the airplane. <laughs> Pointing shit out to blind passengers because <laughs> nobody. As we ride with our microphones, I'm still. I cannot wait till we get pulled over doing this. Oh uh, yeah, it will. And be obviously, I, I always make the other guy drive. So what do I care? Right. Uh, no, it's, this is all. But if we do, I'm gonna keep it. I'm gonna keep it recording. Yeah, keep it recording, and, and then uh, um, it'll go up on YouTube, and I'll be a national sensation because I've gotten shot. 
Right. No, I'll just bring John Vargas with me. He's Mexican. He'll oh, get shot. Yeah. Oh, he'll <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. That's John's joke. I can't. Oh, my God. That's right. He will. I spent New Year's Eve with him. You spent New Year's Eve with John yeah, Vargas? Yeah, he was. Our at, listeners uh, know John Vargas. He oh, did they? one oh, of the cool. Road Stories episodes of this, this type of oh, going nice. to a gig. Yeah, funny dude. Um, talks a, Talked about the, he's uh, got that joke about serial killers, like, I don't know which one, John Wayne Gacy, and he saw this documentary, and they're like, he's one of the worst serial killers of all time. And he's like, no, he's one of the best serial killers of all time. He's one of the worst people. <laughs> but as a serial killer, he's actually pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that's that's right. so funny. He's a pretty dark dude. Yeah. He's yeah, a pretty dark dude. Uh, so what's coming up uh, for you? Um, I, will I guess we can recap after the second half of this. Oh, okay. You why, do don't we, uh, why don't we end part one? Boom. Find out where we're going? Do like an old, uh, an old film strip. Turn side over now. Boom. That's from a thing I used to listen to when I was a kid. I forget what it's called. What are those called? Uh, what the discs? Like yeah, yeah. the the they weren't VH1. They were uh, v- VCR discs. Man, I don't know. I don't know. We're old. That's all I know. Um, so this is side one <laughs> of Road Stories Part Three. I think this is the third time we did this. This will be titled On the Road Again, Again. Um, so here we are. We're off. We're going to do the Canyon Club, if we can find it. I, we might have overshot Agora it. Agora Hills. Cheese oh, Road. Oh, okay. Should I get off there? Yeah. You know what? You pass it, and then you take the next one. Okay. So, But I would get over in the right lane, because you'll see it, and then you could take the exit. Um, so this is part one. We're going to go do this rock club on a Wednesday night. We're going to see if uh, how many long hairs show up. If I might bust out my air guitar. I don't know. Patrick Keene's been known to stage dive. Oh, yeah. Shirt off. Yeah, shirt off. Lighters going. Uh, Pyrotechnics. The whole nine yards. Um, So uh, we'll see you guys uh, for you. For us, we'll see you guys in a couple hours. For you, we'll see you in probably one minute. Yo, it's Matt Fulcheron. I'm the Full Charge, uh, and my favorite podcast is Road Stories. Every time you see me, I'm wearing a shirt that says Road Stories because I love the goddamn podcast, and you do too. So donate a dollar at murrayvaleriano.com. This is what keeps podcasts in business. So go ahead and do that. Peace. Well, welcome to part two of the Canyon Club. Sorry, uh, this is me, Patrick Keene. Just left the venue. Uh, a couple things about the Canyon Club. The aforementioned which one is pink? The Pink Floyd cover band is playing there in a couple weeks. Yes, uh, January twenty fifth or sixth. I think it was the maybe. Okay, but some pretty decent acts. You referenced the Dead Kennedys were playing. Yeah, there. the Dead Kennedys. Yeah, that's pretty crazy. Buddy Guy is another guy. Buddy playing Guy. There. Now, uh, Billy Ocean. Billy. Oh, that's right. In like gray dreads. Yeah, that was gnarly. At that point, you get rid of the dreads, right? I think so. I think you you bring it down. Franklin Ajay, I think, shaved his head or cut his hair. Oh, he did finally. Yeah, I think so. Okay, good. Um. Here's the deal. Decent sized crowd. Yeah. If the place didn't seat a thousand. That's so true. It's these places when you're that big and the in the uh, the expectation is so big and you can only fill ten percent of it or five percent. It just doesn't yeah, yeah. matter. Yeah. I mean, uh, I was looking at it and I'm like, this is a really decent sized crowd for the wrong venue. Yeah, it wasn't. Uh, it wasn't a bad sized crowd. It was fun, but I'd say acoustically comedy just unless. You're the big, unless you're a big high energy act, which even then I'm not even going to see you because it's like you're not funny, you're just energy. <laughs> yeah. But uh, no, it doesn't really work. 
Yeah, the venue is venues. The, 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 the venue that works cavernous. Yes, this was cavernous. Super high clubs. Holy crap! I'm melting my face off with this heat. Sorry. The about venue that. that works is like like I always when I write stand up in my mind I'm still performing for the crowd that Seinfeld does on the show <laughs> yeah, when he introduced when the show leads in and I'm always like oh that cool little hip nightclub you know people are listening yeah yeah where you don't have to be dancing up on stage yeah. But that club doesn't exist, <laughs> or if it does, it's less than one percent of the uh, venues. Uh, but a pretty—they uh, held the house. We won't probably will not be going. We were like I said earlier, we we're going to sw- swing by the Rock Solid podcast uh, to because I did drop in, but I haven't heard from them, and I'm gi- I'm giving them till the 101. If okay. I don't hear from them from the 101, we're going to go home. And they start. Uh, let's see, it's 10:20 now, and they start at 9:30. Yeah, and I was supposed to be there at 9:30. Okay. But I told him we were running late. Yeah. And he said, "Me too." Oh. And then I haven't heard from him. All right. Well, but to be honest with you, my kid happen. gets up early, and I don't really care about doing another Now show. the kid gets up at 6, 5? 7. Okay. But wow. that's early for that's a comic. That's so early. That's yeah. super early for a comic. Oh, God. I can't do anything before 9. I can't guarantee. <laughs> 9? Good for you. There's yeah. people who there are comics who are like 1. I think it's half the reason that the people get into the biz. Just to sleep? Just to, yeah, because it's like I cannot be up for anything else. I remember when my wife and I first like started dating and I slept over her house and she's like what time do you want me to set the alarm for? I'm like uh noon? Alarm? What is this uh, word you're she, speaking she of? She freaked out and she was like are you <laughs> serious? <laughs> she didn't she like and it's still kind of a, a weird thing between us because yeah. I you know I, I, I went from college to playing in bands to bartending to stand up. Oh wow. So Dude. I did not see you have no I formal bed training for three, you know, yeah. all of the 90s I didn't go to bed before 3 a.m. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, my wife work, you know, she works in the movies, so she's got to be on set at oh. 6, oh. so she's up at 4. So there's like this whole weird kind wow, of thing that we're that still dealing such, with. Yeah. But she you guys are now. missing each other every day. Yeah. I haven't seen her in time. 4 years, which is weird. <laughs> Haven't been to the bathroom in three. <laughs> Haven't seen your ah, wife before. Reference the joke oh, yeah. of mine tonight. Thank you very much. Well, thank God there was some uh, some intelligence on stage. It's like, what do you people want? We're, we've talked about single. We've talked about married. We've talked about kids. Yeah. And uh, we talked on top of a stool. Yeah. Yeah. They had waters up there for us, which is nice. Which I should have grabbed. Yeah. You know what? You, you know what you do though. You don't put. All everybody's yeah. waters yeah, that's so true. on the stool. That's so true. You, you know, you want a water, you leave it backstage. Green room put, backstage. You don't put all the waters on the stool. A occupying the stool. Yeah. So if you have any kind of stool situation you need to talk about or lean on or sit on, the waters are taking it up. Right. B by the time I get up there, because it went MC Patrick me. I'm not going to know whose water is what right. after I open one. You right. are you got a 50-50. I had a 50-50. But you're probably not going to figure yeah, out I didn't, which yeah. water is. And you're not. Let's be honest. I saw that thing on that MC's lip. Oh, I'm was there gonna, something no, funny? I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, God. <laughs> just kidding. All right. Overall, what do you think of the show? Started late. Started late, which uh, I thought it would be tighter, but she said uh, there was more people on their way. Again, the crowd was good. It's just, like you said, if it's a room of 1,000, you know, 30 people. Or whatever it was, right? It's it's gonna still still seem empty. It's just cavernous, and the MC got him like talking, and I thought that was gonna be a bad scene, man. Yeah, yeah, you got they're small, yeah. and they get him chatty, but they didn't really. They chatted out a few times. I don't like making the show about the crowd. Like when you yeah. talk to the crowd, they think it's about them. Then the next performer gets up to do material, 
and they're like, "Why isn't he talking to us? Why yeah. is he?" So that's that's a weird thing. I think that I think that yeah, I think that kind of you know, if the headliner headliner has free range, do whatever do you whatever want. Do whatever you want. Yeah, do whatever you want. But the, especially the and I was like, oh man, when I watched the MC and the MC is. A quality act. I'm not shitting on him. But, yeah. Uh, I was just like, oh, he's going to get him talking. No. And then they feel more comfortable because it's not a, you know, there's only 50 of them. Yeah. Yeah, you need that balloon tight and you need that air let out a little bit. But when you just let it out all from the beginning. And then the greatest thing about tonight, well, there's a couple great things. First one I want to touch on is... Uh, the MC says, oh. hey, if I'm going to do time in between, I'm just going to do short set up front. And then he went he, over his time. He did 20. <laughs> and then he did Patrick twice King his time. Yeah. knows we have to get to another podcast. He goes over his I, time. I went over. And then I'm like, light me at 10 because I was supposed to do 15. And then I did like 19. So I went over my time too. And then... Collectively, we're over by a half hour at this point. <laughs> to a crowd that is semi-happy we're there. Yeah. Um, yeah, at and best. then the best part, my favorite, 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 favorite part of the night, um, is the booker decides she's going to do time after we've warmed up the crowd, and she's only going to do seven, but she does fifteen, which is making us stay because she hasn't paid us yet. Oh god! So we had to stay another fifteen on top of it, waiting to get paid. Right. We and could a this check, by the way, and a check, a and check. It for a bar gig. Yeah, I've never been paid. In a check, except you, the end of the week at a club. Were you paid in check as well? I was paid in check. Oh, Jesus. Okay. Yeah, I was paid in check. Oh, okay. There's a good chance these checks will not. Yeah. Is there a way to pre-check if a check will get bounced? Well, what we should have done is we should have seen which bank it was. Like, pull it out. If it's Bank of America, the next Bank of America, we go, well, we can't. It's closed. But I would say we'd go cash it. Oh, mercy. Okay, so... And there's, uh, he. I don't think he said my name right. I think he said, no, like, that's a, that's Klein or something. All right, so, so it goes MC, Patrick, me. And the whole time the MC's on stage, and I've known the, I've ran into this guy a bunch. Patrick's going, so his name's so-and-so? His name's, is that, am I pronouncing this right? His name's. He's, he's checking it? with you. Yeah. No, you're checking with me. Oh, I'm checking with him. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you're with like, you. yeah. is it? It's a, so okay. Yeah, and then you, you finally get it down, and then he says your name wrong. He's, he's like Patrick heart. Kern. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's Kern <laughs> County. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, oh my God, it's all over there. That was awesome. And my other favorite thing of tonight was, all right. No offense to the Canyon Club, but I'm going to say there's a, probably a fair amount of white trash there. Tonight. Oh yeah, yeah. Is that a? Yeah, that was some white trash. There's not a bad, not a yeah, bad. Yeah, you guess can tell right by right. what they're laughing at and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's uh, so funny. They're all proud to be eight one eight, which is L A. But if if you say say L A., they're like, oh fuck, LA. like they're not, like we're not really from L A. And it's like you were just stoked to be in the eight one eight because I said, are you eight one eight or eight oh five, which is Van- Ventura, Santa Barbara, and they're like, no, eight, we're eight one eight, man, we're eight one eight. Then you say, oh, so you're fans of L A. because a lot of people on the outskirts have the uh, whole image crisis or right, whatever. Sure. But all of a sudden, they weren't proud of L.A., but they wanted eh, whatever. But uh, there's cake. There's cake there well, still, probably. Yeah. <laughs> the most densely packed cake. Uh, all right. So what happened? I, I, all right. So apparently, there's, there's a, a birthday party correct. tonight. 
for a woman that was supposed to be there. That didn't show up. She didn't show up. And somebody ordered a massive cake. And so and they made and ordered it, a massive. It was like a wedding cake. Yes. It was. I took one bite into that thing, and I, I fuck, like I did that cobra spit where your gland <laughs> just <laughs> uncontrollably was, just gleeks out. Dude, it was like it reminded me of like the Three Stooges when they'd make a cake, but it was <laughs> the, like the plaster little, little and yeah, one where yeah. they're like pulling out hammers yeah, and shoes. Yeah. <laughs> it was so densely packed. <laughs> But the woman didn't show up. She didn't show up. Apparently, one of her friends passed away. Right. Today or this week. So So the MC gets up there. <laughs> and instead of saying, like, because we had someone else in the audience who had a birthday. And he's like, hey, we're going to celebrate. The girl whose birthday we're supposed to celebrate, instead of saying, like, she's not here or she had uh, a tragedy in the family, he says she died. <laughs> He's like, the girl who's... And he's just half doing it like, oh, I got to rush through these announcements and bring up the headliner. The girl whose birthday we're supposed to celebrate died, but uh, there's somebody else in the crowd whose birthday it is, so it's just going to be his. And and you looked at me and you're like, this is the perfect ending to the perfect show. Because then the audience like, someone di- like, wait, wait, died. Like, this cake, died? This cake isn't good. Yeah, this is... <laughs> I can't enjoy this cake. So they've got pieces of cake being distributed on the side... For what they think is someone who died. <laughs> and the MC didn't get... Like, we were talking. You can get details wrong. Introductions oh, sure, wrong. Sure. You can yeah, yeah. mispronounce names. Mispronounce names. Get the crowd work wrong. Like, oh, that was you, not the other table. But you can't say someone died when they didn't. <laughs> <laughs> and I was kind of like in and out of the conversation because I had, like, Peg Bundy sure, coming okay. and hitting yeah, all over did, me or did, something. Yeah, all of a sudden. was Peg some big-haired woman was like... Oh, God. And again, didn't I say it earlier? Like, I talk all about being a dad and stuff. Yeah. So women don't really come up and in. And then That's I got right. and Peg then, Bundy sure just like... And then she went to the bar and she came by and she kind of grazed oh, yeah, my shoulder. Oh, yeah, yeah. Conveniently. Leg, and yeah. now I smell like... Oh, perfect. Herpes. Strip club. Jesus Christ. So I was kind of like, what happened with the cake and everything? And then uh, then the MC went on and said the woman died. So I was like, oh, I can't enjoy this anymore. Oh, my Christ, dude. I'll tell you. That was awful. I mean, when we write comedy and we write jokes, like, there's no other art form that's like, when I paint, I'm going to paint for a drunk crowd. You know, uh, when I write for television or film, I'm not... I could give a shit less about a drunk audience. Even a band when they do music, I don't know, unless they specialize in party music or something like sure. an Andrew WK or whatever. But for comedy, it's like, oh shit, we have to take this into account. Yeah. Like, these are drunk crowds and so much of the material gets geared towards AA or drugs and it's like, this isn't me at all. Right. You're not an AA? No, not, I don't oh, think you're so. Irish. You, yeah, you will I be can't. eventually, right? I will be eventually, or yeah. I'm supposed to be at birth. I'm not sure which. <laughs> but it's just funny that we're the only art form that, like, has to accommodate drunk assholes. Really. I mean, music, you can just play over. Right, you assholes. can just turn it up. Yeah. And loud, I don't know, loud, louder isn't funnier. Yeah. Louder yeah. isn't funnier. Just. And then, I don't like to poo on other people, but... We just split after the guy who closed it started. Yeah, no, we. Uh, I think between the two of us, we've seen enough stand up. Yeah, it's like it's really tough. I don't know. As a comic, uh, once you're more than a decade in, I don't know if there's many people you wanna pay to see or stick around to see. I don't pay to see anybody. Yeah, I mean, it's like 
I, mean, I guess the question would be, who do you rush back into the room to see if you're at a club, right. if you're at the Comedy Cellar, if you're at the Improv in L.A., like, oh, Chris Rock's on stage, or, or I don't know, you know, Louis on stage. Yeah. Those are names I'd probably run back into in the um, see, but there's probably less than 10. Overall? The experience? Feeling of the night for Patrick King? Uh, you know, like you said, it's good to, you know, take it on the chin, even though that's not even take it on the chin, but, like, getting your feet wet again. Yeah, for the new year because it's really tough. Uh, January and August are so slow that just getting a gig to like stay sharp. Yeah, yeah. That's all you got to do. I don't know. Overall, I had a good time. Yeah, I had a good time. I didn't. I went up with a I don't care attitude and just screwed around with everybody. And then Peg Bundy's cell phone went off. That was in crazy. The middle of it. What? Yeah, you're on. like the one person listening to me. <laughs> yeah, the one person <laughs> laughing. So Her cell phone went off, and then I guess. She was being divorced again. Oh, is, she, that is that call. what's happening? That call, was, I don't know. I'm Jesus. just assuming. I'm just assuming. Um, all right, man. So, uh, Canyon Club, put it in the books. Yeah, thank you, guys. Put a put a cap on that. Um, would it. you do the gig again? Probably. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like oh, yeah. you keep going back. L.A. is tough to get gigs, and it's paid gig, and it's only an hour away. I would go, but I would want to do it like this with one other person that I knew. Oh yeah, that's I wouldn't why want to I drive up there. Texted yeah. you. I was yeah. like, "Let's go, drive out here and do a podcast and do this gig." Um, again, overall good audience, good just small for that venue. Yeah, the uh, comedy needs to be in a small venue because the laughs just just float out into nowhere. Yeah, it's it's just it needs intimacy and nuance. Yeah, yeah. You know what we need to do? We need to call Eddie Money and warn him about what he's about to get we, into in February. Need, if we could, if somebody could connect us with Eddie Money. If anybody out there knows Eddie Money, we should. Who was the guy who uh, who he kept saying was here and was great? Um, who God, should be? Peter question. Frampton. Peter Frampton. Peter yep, Frampton. He's been yeah. here. So everybody our parents listen to yes. is basically coming down to the Canyon Club in Agora Hills or Calabasas. I don't know where we... Yeah, uh, Gora Hills in the Canyon Club. It's a good venue for music, for comedy. It leaves a little... A little to be desired. Yeah. All right. But it's separate audiences. People keep trying to combine the two. Yeah. So what's next for Patrick Keene? Uh, next, I will... Um, let's see. Jesus, that's a good question. I'll be... Uh, I'm doing a, a web series right now Hit called... 405 Keen South. Tweets. Sorry. No worries. We'll grab this. I'm sorry. Right in the middle of your plug. Oh, hey. Keen Tweets. It's on... Uh, it's on YouTube. It's YouTube uh, slash Keen of Comedy. Do I get that on my television? I think you can get it on your television or your computer. Okay. What is it? It's uh, just me buying jokes from Mexico <laughs> and tweeting and like trying to get more hits and <laughs> and the you know they they manufacture them in Mexico. They sure. bring them up for cheap. Yeah, yeah. And it's the whole moral dilemma of like, oh god. All um, right. So you can uh, see that at Citizen Keen. Get a website. Yeah, citizenkeen.com. At uh, citizenkeen is the Twitter. Awesome. And uh, yeah, I'll be around LA for the next couple of months. Okay, sweet. At uh, Murray V on Twitter. If you follow me on Twitter, you can see uh, Patrick Keen standing on a stool at the can. <laughs> Did we touch on that? I don't know if we talked about that yet. All right, uh, towards the end of uh, your set, you decided to do the rest of it standing on the stool. Yeah, had to mix it up. I'm like, something. is he getting on? He's getting on the stool. He's getting. He's got. He's got balance. And you did like four or five jokes. Did it all, all on the stool? On the huh? stool. Wow. Without falling. Jesus. That was the most great. impressive thing of the night. 
uh, at Murray V on Twitter. Um, I thank you guys so much uh, for listening, for the donations. It's it's just awesome that you guys are uh, doing that. It it, it allots uh, beers for the comics tonight, and uh, yeah, and uh, uh, doohickeys that allow me to record this. Doohickeys. That's the technical. That's term. it. Thanks for the doohickeys and beers. Um, and uh, at Murray V on Twitter, like I said, and MurrayValeriano.com. And I'm around, man. And uh, all my dates are on my site. And uh, that is it. Uh, Patrick King, thank you so much for doing this with me tonight. Thank you, buddy. All right, we'll talk to you guys later. Come see Patrick when he comes to your town. He's very funny. You want to know about life on the road? It's booze, tacos, angry dwarfs, strippers waving guns And fees, fights, cancel flights, running with the runs and Blacklists, bounce checks, great a bachelorette <laughs> Drunks in the front, making out for your set And middle acts doing blow, more missing merch and Drive the rental car past another mega church And juice keys, vagina fists, your cell phone is gone One big law and order marathon